As we head into the election season, I want to assure this committee and the American public that the Postal Service is fully capable and committed to delivering the nation's election mail securely and on time. This sacred duty is my number one priority between now and Election Day. That was Postmaster General Louis DeJoy speaking with the first of the congressional committees that are investigating the Postal Service. DeJoy told the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee that it was all a big misunderstanding, that he was carrying out plans to take sorters offline and retire blue boxes that had been put in place before he was even hired. Nevada Senator Jackie Rosen is a member of that committee, and she grilled Postmaster DeJoy pretty hard. Small towns across Nevada, from Gabs, who has a population of 269 people, to Shores, it's a tribal community with 658 people, some of my larger rural communities, that's all they get is the Postal Service. So please, could you answer yes or no? Effort of time. Before developing and implementing policy changes since assuming your role this year, did you conduct any specific analysis on how your changes would Im- impact seniors? Yes or no, sir? So, ma'am, the policy changes that I... Yes or no, sir? The policy changes that I embarked upon uh, were, were not the ones that you identified in your... So, uh, so you didn't do any analysis to see how seniors would be impacted. Okay, let's move on. Senator Rosen, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you for having me. So uh, do you believe to Joy? Was this just a misunderstanding? You know what? It was not whether or not I believed to Joy. He didn't commit to being transparent. He didn't commit to, you know, this is the post office. This isn't classified information. He should be showing us his meetings, his minutes, his basis, his analysis, what he based it on. If he doesn't have it, then he didn't do his due diligence. And if he doesn't know what's going on on the ground, the buck stops at his desk. So I held his feet to the fire. We need to know because my postal workers, right down, I don't live too far from the general mail facility right over here on Sunset Road uh, in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's taking sorters offline and the mail's piling up. So let him, if he's does not sure what's happening where he lives, I'm glad to show him about what's happening where I live. So you grilled him on the data, which I thought was really interesting. He does, he seemed to, I find this when, uh, when uh, women especially ask men for the specifics, their answer is, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And why are you beating up on me? Women, we know we have to do our homework. I've never walked into a meeting or design. I was assist. I wrote computer software design software systems i and still to this day i don't walk into a meeting without knowing the facts behind why i did what i did and i expect nothing less from anyone in government anyone in this administration he's the postmaster general he should know the mission of the post office that it's a civil service that is to get mail out to the last mile that it's in article one of the constitution Mm -hmm. Even our framers knew how important it would be to get things delivered across this great country. They couldn't imagine all this, how big we would grow at the time, but they still knew how important it was. It's right there in Article 1. Mr. DeJoy um, uh, hasn't read his Constitution. So let's clear things up in terms of the next few months with the post office. Uh, blue boxes uh, that we've seen being taken away, what's going to happen to them? 
Well, you know what, my team already uh, this morning, well, we've been working behind the scenes because obviously I'm on the Homeland Security and Government Oversight Committee. So that's why that comes within our purview. Uh, we're trying to find out every bit of information that we can about what's happening with the blue boxes that you see on street corners all across America. Uh, what's happening, particularly in our rural communities. We have very small rural communities uh, up and down Nevada, they depend on this mail for their prescriptions. You know, I had a veteran call my office in the last hour right here in Las Vegas and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. I finally feel like someone's worrying about me and my medication. And so people are paying attention. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna uh, deliver to him a comprehensive list of the data that we wanna see that he based these decisions on. Let's do the analysis. Let's support the post office where we need to uh, and make changes where we need to. Always. Uh mindful of the mission of the post office was to deliver the mail to every person in America six days a week, week in and week out. So even Senator Rob Portman, who is a Republican from Ohio, said that mail had been slowed in his state. And he told the story of a constituent who didn't get their medicine. Uh, are you clear that uh, that mail service started with DeJoy or did it uh, mail service slowing started with De DeJoy or did it start before that? Well, I can tell you that uh, since he's been the postmaster general, I've received over a well over a thousand emails or contacts, phone calls every week since he started about problems with postal delivery. So maybe that's a coincidence. Maybe not. I think I've received uh, somewhere probably total nearly 10,000 emails just about the post office. Wow. I received uh, five, six, 7,000 emails a week. One week during the beginning of COVID, I had 15,000 emails a week. So people call us and they write us. They even get, reg I get regular, regular mail even. Imagine that. <laughs> people write me letters. Kids send me cards, okay? And so the mail is not just about our prescriptions and social security checks. Who doesn't love that birthday card? Remember when you're a little kid and your nan or papa would uh, send you that, uh, like a $10 bill. For me, I was a little younger. You had a $10 bill in that card. It was so exciting. <laughs> not just a bill, but who doesn't wait for the holiday catalogs? Sometimes the mail brings us joy too, right? Yes. It makes us feel connected. And it, it, is, uh, it really is a service that is a wonderful service. I, I, I will, if I, you'll indulge me, I want to share a story that from a letter carrier or the rural letter carriers in particular shared with me. They go to these remote places and oftentimes they are the only contact that people have, even in urban areas, um, with the outside. And so sometimes they know their routes really well and they know someone's a senior on the route. They come out and they talk to them suddenly they can see that the mail's been piling up and nobody's there. They actually do well checks on people. They've called out of concern. They touch people's lives. And they tell me these stories over and over again, our postal workers, and uh, with tears in their eyes, how much they care about getting uh, the mail to the folks on time. And, and I don't think people realize how personal it is. Let's go back to the, the, the things that, that have been in the news that we've been worried about. Mail sure. sorters, uh, many of them were taken out offline, destroyed, which I find found interesting. Uh, and uh, postal carriers were told that they couldn't do overtime. They couldn't go back out and, and late make sure. Late, late afternoon trips. So is that going to is that going to uh, change? Well, I hope so. He said that he's not going to. Uh, what we want him to do is roll back 
any changes that have been implemented since he's been there. And so he said he's committed not to making any more changes. That's not good enough for me. It's not good enough for most of us. We want him to go back to the way things were prior to him becoming postmaster general. I'm glad to help him do the analysis. I know we got a lot of talented people to do that. And let's figure out what we might need to do going forward. But we need to be sure that we have a good election, that our post office has the ability to deliver that deliver those results and deliver everything else that we, particularly in a pandemic, uh, really need our yeah. supplies, uh, goods and services, medications, checks, you name it. And uh, one thing we didn't touch on is late fees. If you mail your bills in with a check and the mail slowed down, you could get a late fee mm. because they slowed down your mail. Well, that impacts working families through no fault of their own. They think they mailed something in time a week ahead and uh, I just want to protect everyone to be sure that our mail service is uh, good, intact, and uh, responsive. So mo most of the people that I have talked to are worried more about the slowing down of ballots, uh, that they, they cite that the Postal Service has said that they aren't going to be giving uh, ballots uh, a priority as they have in the past, that they're going to be considering them bulk mail. Uh, is he is he promising to change that? Is that just a myth and well, that hasn't been changed? You know, in the hearing, he's promised to change that. Uh, we need to hold him accountable to that uh, in the public eye. I will tell you that it is a cherished right for every active registered voter to be able to submit their vote and have their vote count. So right now we have a pandemic. We want to be sure that people feel safe. They can mail in their ballots if that's what they choose. We still want to keep that robust early voting. I know, Carrie, you know this. 60% of people in Nevada vote early vote. If mm -hmm. they want to do that in person, they can do that and still allow the day of. We want to give everybody the chance for their vote to count. Every elected official should want that. Every citizen should want that. And I can't understand why our postmaster general would want to delegitimize or have people lose confidence in the post office ability to help with that uh, with our elections that just seems wrong and outrageous okay say. so so you're, you're you're getting to something that is the elephant in the room here which is the reason that people are so worried because uh the post office has slowed down and because they're taking things offline is that President Trump has said, well, if the post office doesn't work, then people can't do mail-in voting, and he doesn't want people to do mail-in voting. So there, it, whether DeJoy is doing anything wrong or not, the fact that the, the president points to it and says, yeah, that's going to help me, that's what has people worried. Right, because uh, Postmaster General DeJoy is clearly enabling what he's hearing. He doesn't have to speak to President Trump on the phone or in the Oval Office. He's watching his tweets, mm. he's watching his campaign rallies, and he's watching what the president said, slow down the mail, right? The mail's rigged, it's all, whatever Whatever he says every day, he seems to say uh, many tweets about all this. And so we can't allow the president to uh, have us uh, lose confidence and delegitimize our elections, delegitimize our post office, have us lose confidence in our, uh, our institutions, and we have to hold anybody who's enabling that to happen 
we have to hold their feet to the fire. So your colleague Susie Lee held a press conference the other day in front of that main post office that you yeah. talked about. Uh, and I should note, everybody who lives in Vegas probably knows this, but that main post office is also right across the street from the airport. So it's not the best place to hold a press conference, but it's kind of fun standing there. Uh, anyway, <laughs> here's what Congresswoman Lee had to say. You know, uh, this administration basically, their big claim is they wanted to turn a profit. You know, in order to send a letter to Laughlin or Boulder, you know, or Searchlight, if you did it all for profit, it could cost $17, $18. Now we do it for 55 cents. What is the, what is the post office job in our democracy and in our economy? Well, you know, like I said, the post office is uh, was laid out by the framers of the Constitution, that it was a government's job to I believe it's post route, postal, post routes and post roads. So we would have roads and ways to deliver, um, well, mail, packages, whatever. They were, they were doing it on the Pony Express, maybe back then by horse, whatever. And so our framers knew how important it was and they knew it was a civil service to get to that last mile. So yes, the post office is a business. You know, the post office doesn't receive tax dollars for operating expenses. They make all their operating expenses on the sales of their services, mm. their stamps, their postal products, et cetera, et cetera. And so if something's purely a business and purely for profit, will they go that last mile? You heard uh, uh, that perhaps you're thinking about um, charging people more in Alaska or Hawaii. Yeah. So yeah. do veterans in Alaska get their prescription are th or Hawaii, are they less them? Are, are they second-class citizens? And so the post office is a service to our country. We have to be mindful of that, support it where we can, and understand it's not in the business of profit-making. It's to be able to be sure that small towns, we've got a few of them in Nevada, a few hundred residents, mm -hmm. and you talk about frontier land in Alaska, you talk about islands of Hawaii, I mean, all across this country, I could, uh, you know, top of Maine, all the way down. Uh, we have small communities, we need our post office. And it's nothing could be more important than that. And it's a very American, we need to hang on to it. Detroit uh, started the hearing calling for the Postal Service to be cost efficient. He cited a $10 million shortfall as proof that we are not self-sustaining. Uh, and he wants to move the retirement plan for postal workers to Medicare. There's a larger story here, which is that we had to prepay the retirement of postal workers who aren't even old enough to work yet, right? I think we have to fund the postal service retirement 50 years in advance, not even knowing the workforce, not even knowing the changes. It's really kind of uh, an undue a burden. And so I do think there is some analysis and there've been people who've been trying to tear apart uh, the post office for years. Congress needs to take uh, their job seriously, both sides of the aisle and try to really figure out how we make this work. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read to you something. I think it's a good close for people who want to know this. Uh, the Postal Service, uh, they have a mission statement. And if you'll indulge me, I will tell you the mission statement. And this is what we need to be mindful of. To serve the American people and through universal service obligation, bind our nation together by maintaining and operating our unique, vital, and resilient infrastructure to provide trusted, safe, and secure communications and services between our government and the American people, businesses and their customers, and the American people with each other. 
to serve all areas of our nation, making full use of evolving technologies. Mr. DeJoy and everyone else should read the mission statement of the post office, do what we can to protect it and let it serve our nation the way it was intended. Nevada Senator Jackie Rosen is a, the, a member of the committee that talked to Louis DeJoy, the Postmaster General, on Friday morning. Senator Rosen, thank you very much for being with us. Anytime. It's my pleasure. Thank you. I just want to say that I've been a critic of the Postal Service in the past when I published a newspaper with timely audition information in Chicago. Our biggest issue was non-delivery or late delivery. We were periodicals class mail, but we were a newspaper, not a glossy. And we were told that sometimes the carriers just didn't think it was worth anything, so they didn't deliver it. But I got my junk mail, which advertisers pay highly for, right on time, every single day. I've talked to other publishers in cities like D.C., Detroit, San Francisco, and they told me they dealt with the same thing. In Las Vegas, the mail seems to work pretty well. I am really surprised when someone says, oh, it's just across town, it'll be there by tomorrow. And then it is. I can assure you, in Chicago, a decade or so ago, that was not the case. There are certainly inefficiencies in the post office, and whether or not government should run as a business is one of the big questions of our time. It may be that Postmaster DeJoy came in and innocently started implementing changes for sound business reasons, but it is a measure of our collective fear that Americans immediately jumped to the conclusion that it was an attempt to tamper with the election. And Trump, with his statements, stoked that fear.